Welcome to Web3 Simplified, where we explore NFTs, cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, and all things Web3. New technology can sometimes be confusing and complicated, but it shouldn't be. So on Web3 Simplified, we are going to break it down into easy-to-understand definitions, explanations, how-tos, and stories. Now to the host of Web3 Simplified, Sean Specie. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Web3 Simplified. Sean here, and I'm so excited to be uh, back with you for episode 22, which is crazy. 22 episodes now of Web3 Simplified, and uh, that's about half a year. We're coming up on approaching uh, almost half a year's worth of podcasts with Web3 Simplified. So uh, at 26, it'll be half a year because there's 52 weeks in a year, which is which exciting. And uh, today's topic are ways to avoid scams in Web3. And uh, why this is top of mind is uh, this has been uh, a part of a three-part series, really, that started uh, really with just talking about security in Web3. And someone asked a question in the Web3 Simplified, uh, Web3 Simplified uh, Discord. That was that uh, Web3 Simplified was a word combination that I just mistakenly made of Web3 Simplified and Discord. So. <laughs> Someone in the Web3 Simplified Discord, they uh, asked a question that really brought up a conversation. I was like, okay, well, when is it okay to connect your wallet? Why would someone need to connect your wallet? Those kinds of things. And then that brought up just some more natural questions about uh, safety and security and really uh, avoiding scams in Web3. Because uh, I've given this disclaimer a couple of times. This is another disclaimer for this uh, episode is that I'm not a cybersecurity expert. I'm just a man on the streets. Uh, I like to say that part of my job here at Web3 Simplified is just to help make things easy uh, and understandable for people. And I'm more of a translator than anything. And so my goal here with today's episode and with really with the last two episodes is just to uh, give you some common street smarts. Like, for example, if you want to go traveling abroad, you could reach out to an embassy. You could reach out to a local police force in order to get tips on where to go and those kinds of things from the experts. You can also read uh, blogs from people that have been traveling, right? Well, I am a quote-unquote traveler, and I am a quote-unquote blogger. I'm just someone who's been walking the streets of Web3, using it, doing it myself. And so these are just some common street smarts that I've picked up along the way as well as uh, I've, well, and I've picked up along the way by listening to other people, reading about other people, interacting with other people, as well as doing things myself. So uh, without further ado, here are some tips that I've picked up on some street smarts, if you will, for uh, how to avoid scams in the Web3 space. And the first one that I wrote down is to don't click on direct links from untrusted sources. Now that's just kind of a common sense thing for all of us just in the internet in general, right? This is how people get into trouble with phishing scams, right? And and I mean I don't mean like phishing like you're going fishing with a rod and a reel out in the ocean. I mean phishing like p h i s h i n g where someone sends you an email, you click on a link and then they're trying to steal your credit card information or they're trying to uh, download software to track your keystrokes on your keyboard. So Uh, The uh, untrusted sources on the internet are something just to be aware of in general, and especially if you start to interact on Web3. And so what are some ways in which you could uh, locate 
where are some ways that's not necessarily going to come straight to your inbox because there's not a ton of people that I've seen from NFT projects and crypto projects, and some of them are collecting email addresses and emailing you like in a traditional marketing sense, but a lot of them are using two primary tools, which are uh, Twitter and they are also using Discord. And so the primary ways you can avoid untrusted sources is just by scrolling through Twitter and clicking on a link or by being in a Discord and clicking on a link that someone posts in a general chat or someone uh, sends you in a direct message on either Twitter or Discord. So um, that which brings us to the number two point, which is be wary of direct messages, either Twitter or Discord. And of course, email if someone happens to get your email. So if especially in in discord world what's happening in and so discord if you're unfamiliar with it discord if you've ever used uh, the uh it's a lot like slack which a lot of people use for business but it was originally designed i believe for uh gaming and so it's a little bit more customizable it's a little bit more um uh we'll call it a little bit it feels a little grungy <laughs> to me and what i mean by that is like people are uploading these like meme type uh, emojis and gifs and things like that and so because of discord's more openness for for customization there's a lot of people that are creating bots and what i mean by bot i mean like a, almost like a robot like a computer program that's sending people direct messages and so one of the things that you'll see that's a tip in a lot of people's uh, at least what I believe is reputable NFT projects in their Discord like tips or Discord things, you'll see a couple of things where people will say, hey, our founders will never DM you first or our moderators will never DM you first. And they're saying that because there's a lot of scams in Discord where someone has created a bot that looks like it looks like the profile of a moderator or it looks like the profile of a founder of an NFT project. And then they start sending and spamming people with direct messages in Discord. And so uh, the, these founders, like the, the, more, the actual founders are saying, hey, we will never DM you first. So if you get a DM from someone that looks like us, be wary of it because it's probably a scam. And so one of the uh, street smart tips that a lot of people recommend and I recommend it also is just to turn off direct messages at all on discord, except for people who are like your friends. So you have met them, you've interacted with them. And so you have sent them a friend request or they have sent you a friend request. And then here's the other thing is when you do that, you're going to see that sometimes people start sending random friend requests out. And I'm like, no, I don't know you. No, I don't know you. No, I don't know you. So, so just be wary of those untrusted sources and uh, turn off direct messages specifically on discord is a, is a, a recommendation of mine. Now. Uh, so if we're not supposed to, if we're not supposed to click on uh, links from untrusted sources and we want to be wary of DMS, well, where can we actually find the official links. And so that's tip number three for how to avoid scams is to actually use the official links. And uh, so the official links you can usually find in someone's discord where they have like a a quote unquote official links channel in discord, um, which is basically like a tab in discord or, and then what I also recommend doing is double checking that by going to the official Twitter and seeing if it matches with the uh, official link that's in discord. And then you can take it one step further because a lot of times there's ways for people to disguise their uh, website URLs, their website address. And so then what you need to do is once you click on it is then you need to click on the actual URL in your website browser 
and make sure that it matches. So like, let's say, for example, you click on, uh, and I'm just making up websites here. Um, well, well, here, I'll actually use Web3 Simplified. So if I say, hey, go to web3simplified.xyz. So you can type that in, and you know that you're going to web3simplified.xyz. Well, sometimes on certain channels and different ways, people can disguise it and redirect you. So if you uh, either click on or link to web3simplified.xyz, someone could potentially hack it so that if you type that in or if you click on it, then it redirects you to something that at the in the URL it says it, but it's really uh, some other website that is trying to steal your information. So just double check that. Oh, and by the way, as a side note, um, a lot of this information, um, I'm pretty sure most of it, and if not, I'll have to double check, is all available. If you, if you want to see a video version of this, um, I actually have an online course called NFTs Simplified, and that's available at web3simplified.xyz. It's only $19, and this is an entire module. This is an entire module in that course is how to avoid scams and to keep, uh, once you buy an NFT, how to keep it safe. And so a lot of this can be found there. And I go through the video version where I'm showing you images and I'm showing you examples of like Discord and things like that. All right, so that was the next tip, which is to use official, the next two tips was to use official links and to double check your links once you're actually there. So uh, double check the link against the Discord, double check it um, against like the URL by clicking on it and reading it to make sure it doesn't say like, uh, I don't know, some other crazy URL and double checking it against the official Twitter account. And then uh, the next one is uh, to avoid direct messages with people you don't know. That's another quick tip that I have. Now that goes against, and, and, or it goes with, doesn't go against, it goes with the previous one, which I said, which was to uh, turn off your direct messages and be wary of them. So uh, I would just recommend avoiding direct messages at all with people that you just don't know. And uh, you can do a little bit once you get used to the Web3 landscape. And if you do start to use uh, Discord, you can start to pick up on, hey, like this person is in this server and this server and this server. And you can see that. You can see what mutual servers you're in. And a lot of times what happens is some of these Discord servers for these really popular NFT projects or crypto projects will have hundreds of thousands of accounts they're not always necessarily people. Sometimes they're bots, but they'll have hundreds of thousands of accounts in these Discord servers. And essentially, a Discord server is like a group of people or a group of accounts. And then in those larger ones, that's where there's a lot of bots. And then if so if you do see an, a, a friend request or a direct message coming in, and the only time the only server that you have in common with that person is they're in this like mega server, there's huge one, then it could potentially be a scam. So just be wary of that. And uh, especially be wary of direct messages from people who are what's called not doxed. Now doxed means that they are a public, like they're, they're not uh, using a pseudonym or they're not using an anonymous name. And so you actually know like their first name and their last name. Now in the web three, it's kind of acceptable to be anonymous and it's acceptable to uh, have a pseudonym, but interacting with those types of people, you really need to be wary of it because sometimes they're just, they're, they are good people. They just don't want their, uh, their personal like side hustle or their personal interests in web three to mix with their professional career. And so they're doing it to protect their professional career and which is perfectly fine. But 
there are some people that are out there to scam other people. So be wary of anyone that you don't know as, and especially anyone that you don't know who is not doxxed, who you don't know who they are. All right. So, and then that brings us to the next tip, which is before uh, you go to, and and this is a, a different, like a disclaimer is that uh, this podcast is nothing you'll hear is financial advice because I'm not a financial advisor, but, and, and then one of the other disclaimers that I usually give is, Hey, like in web three, because of the volatility of NFTs and cryptocurrency only use money that you can afford to lose. That's just kind of a street smarts kind of thing. Kind of like, uh, don't keep your cash hanging out of your pocket so that someone can just snatch it. Right. It's a, it's keep it in a more secure location kind of thing. So, uh, with that being said, one of the other things that I personally recommend is before you buy into a crypto or you buy into an NFT project, if you are going to buy one as either a collectible or whatever reason you want to do it for, well, it's to uh, make sure to research the founders, of the organization in uh, that's creating it in order to avoid a scam because we're talking about avoiding scams, right? There are some projects and these are the ones that make it into big news headlines where, hey, this project sold NFTs and these people ran away with X number of dollars, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it is. And a lot of times, um, if you do enough research into the actual founders and you do enough research into the actual organization and their plans, then you can avoid that kind of a scam. Now, there are some out there that they're what we might call the long con, right? Where they've done a really great job. Well, um, with that being said, there are some that you can f- pick up on these little red flags. Here's like a couple of little red flags. If you look at the roadmap, which is like the business plan, how feasible is it? Um, can they do what they say they're going to do as well as is there like, is it well put together or is it just kind of slapped together on a website? Look at the website itself. Um, when you're doing your research, uh, are there misspellings? I've come across some before where I was just like, uh, eh, I can tell that uh, this is written in a certain language and it's really like this language is not their first um, is not their first language, which is fine, but I don't know enough about the secondary languages on the website to be able to say, okay, well, this seems legitimate because it's really well written in this other language, right? I'm a native English speaker. So if something is written in English and it's, I can see that it's it's written in such a way that it's supposed it's directed towards people who are native English speakers, but there's a bunch of misspellings. There's a bunch of grammar that's incorrect. Then to me, that's a red flag. There's nothing wrong with people who are, uh, who are not native sp- language speakers targeting, uh, a, uh, a certain group of people because that's their target audience, especially for a legitimate business, it's just kind of a red flag to me when something is directed towards me and I'm I'm a native English speaker, I'm their directed audience, and there's just a bunch of grammar misspellings, those kinds of things. It's just something for me personally to be wary about. Um, and then uh, the final thing, the final tip, uh, which is actually comes from uh, last week's episode. So in last week's episode, I talked about uh, different ways that you can use Web3 wallets to avoid scams is uh, to create different sets of wallets. And so go back and listen to that uh, previous episode 21 of the Web3 Simplified podcast. 
And when you do that, um, you can uh, learn all of the different ways in which you can use wallets. And I break down how to use them, those different kinds of things. There's five different types of wallets that I give. But you can use different Web3 wallets where like one might hold most of your cryptocurrency, one might hold most of your NFTs, one might be used for uh, other things for connecting to websites and verifying NFTs and those kinds of things. So you can use multiple Web3 wallets in order to avoid, if you do get scammed, maybe it only hits one wallet and you don't have all of your assets. It's it's kind of like the, uh, you don't have all of your NFTs and all of your crypto in one Web3 wallet. So if it does get hacked, if it does get connected to a scam, those kinds of things, your most of what you have is safe. And it's a lot like that, uh, what's the saying, that don't keep all your eggs in one basket, <laughs> which let's just talk about that for a second. Uh, it's if you have a basket and you have eggs that are uncooked and you're walking from point A to point B, say from the chicken coop to the house, and if you have all of the eggs in one basket and you trip and fall and the basket falls, well, most of those eggs could all crash. Well, if you have them in different baskets, and one basket falls, well, then the other ones are safe, right? So that's why that saying exists, and it exists for us today. So we don't have all of our NFTs. We don't have all of our crypto in a certain wallet, and uh, we do so in order to keep our certain assets safe. Now, again, go back if you want to hear more about uh, those different ways to use Web3 wallets to keep your NFTs and your crypto safe. Please be sure to go back and listen to episode 21. And then uh, I can't remember if I said that that was the final tip. This is actually the final tip that I have for everyone here today, which is to uh, simply this. And and I I need to personally get better at this. I'm not the greatest at it. Um, I also don't have uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of uh, Web3 NFTs and crypto, which is, again, why I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not here giving you tips because I need the tips myself. So if you know what to buy, let me know. (laughs) But... Um, uh, here's the final tip that I've heard is helpful is to do the common things that we have been told for cybersecurity, uh, in website in general, which is to, uh, close out tabs, clear out your cash, clear out your cookies and, uh, use your internet browser in such a way that you minimize the risk where you don't have like thousands of tabs open. That's an exaggeration, but you don't have 30 tabs open, They're all on like these different websites, which just opens us up to uh, more, uh, it opens us up to more susceptibility of someone nefarious getting in and getting our information, right? So close out the tabs, clear the cache, clear the cookies. And uh, if you need to do your own research by Googling other ways in which you can Uh, keep your NFTs and your crypto safe. Because again, I'm not a cybersecurity expert. There might be one out that's out there, but I'm just the man on the streets, the interpreter helping you navigate (laughs) web three in a very, very simplified and hopefully easy to understand manner. Hey, if something is not simple and if it's not easy to understand, please be sure to let me know. And if you, uh, if I said a word if I said a term that you did not understand during this podcast, like a wallet or a cryptocurrency or other things, Discord, please, you can go to web3simplified.xyz. I have an entire glossary, an entire dictionary that's there so that you can click on it. It is alphabetized. And there's even one page where if you click on it, it's literally all of them put together. And then you can just use like command F or control F to find it on your page. 
But uh, so that's there. That's available for you. There's also a few YouTube videos that have come out um, in the past. I'm thinking about doing more, but I've actually been having some trouble with my uh, camera setup uh, here recently, which is why this is the audio only version of today's podcast. And uh, I've personally enjoyed it because it's taken the pressure off of me from being on camera. So if you like camera, shoot me a DM and be like, yeah, I actually prefer the, the YouTube version of this. Um, so I'm, I'm open to feedback. I'm open to questions. I'm open to suggestions. But again, if you, if you missed out on something, please be sure to go and listen to a previous episode of the podcast, as well as if you see or hear of a topic that you want me to explain, or you think it would be helpful in the marketplace for other people to learn about. If you've seen these questions and things, and I haven't already covered it, please be sure to reach out either in the web three simplified, uh, discord, which you can find at web three simplified.xyz or uh, the glossary is there, the videos, there's links there, there's links to other podcasts, and the show notes are there as well. And again, just a shout out uh, to the online course, which is called NFTs Simplified. And a lot of what I've covered here today is there. So thanks so much, everyone. If today's podcast was helpful for you or if a previous one was helpful for you, please be sure to share it with a friend, leave a review. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for staying with me on this journey. We're 22 episodes in. Let's go. See everyone.